On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome to another edition of On Screen and Beyond. Brian with you, and let's see, we have a lot of things to go over before we get into the remakes and sequels and upcoming movies and those things. First off, um, this is episode number 22. Boy, time's going by fast here. And uh, we are coming to an end, almost, of our first season. And uh, the first season, uh, season one, our first year, uh, ends... After next month, after September, we go into October, and that'll be Season 2 coming your way. And uh, we've got uh, some very interesting things coming up for you in Season 2, some exciting interviews that I'm sure you're going to like. We're going to have one from Don Most, who played Ralph Malf on Happy Days. We're going to have John Provost, who played Timmy on Lassie back in the 50s and 60s. We're also going to have director Alan J. Levy, who directed many classic TV shows like the original Battlestar Galactica, The Six Million Dollar Man, uh, ER, The Incredible Hulk... Magnum P.I., Quantum Leaf, Columbo, Lois and Clark, The Adventures of Superman, um, all sorts of other things, too. I mean, the list goes on and on and on of what Alan has done. He talks about different shows that he's directed, and uh, it's a very interesting uh, interview, and I think you'll like that one. That's going to be coming up shortly. And uh, let's see, what else do we got? We've got all sorts of uh, ones in the works that we're going to be having coming your way, too. Uh, some music uh, people and uh, all sorts of stuff. So stick around for that in Season 2 coming up starting in October. Uh, but we still have a couple more interviews coming your way between now and then. And we hope you'll be listening to those as those come your way right here on On Screen and Beyond. Uh, let's see, what else do we have going on? Uh, right now, there's a contest going on on onscreenandbeyond.com, and uh, it's a very simple thing. All you got to do, if you would like to win a Pit in the Pendulum t-shirt or a Pit in the Pendulum poster, just uh, listen to episode uh, 18, I believe it was, the one with Mark Luigi, who was the director of Ray Harryhausen Presents the Pit in the Pendulum. And if you listen to that, You'll find out the answer to the contest, and then you just have to send it to us at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. You give us the answer to the question, and you could win yourself a uh, T-shirt or a poster. Very simple. That's all you got to do. For the T-shirt, how long does Mark say it took to animate the Bud Bowl commercial that he worked on? All right. How long did it take Mark Luigi to animate the Bud Bowl commercial that he worked on? And uh, for the poster... What month and year did Mark say he got the go-ahead to make the pit in the pendulum? All right, simple as that. Find out the answers to those by listening to the interview with Mark Luigi and um, send it in to us at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and you could win yourself a T-shirt or poster. And we still have the poll up, which uh, is uh, as long as Batman is going to be a big movie and continue on in the uh, in the movie ratings. It's uh, now dropped to number two because uh, Tropic Thunder has taken over. But uh, as long as that one's up there, we're still going to keep the poll up there. The question is on the poll on onscreenbeyond.com on the first page. Scroll down to the bottom. It's right down there at the bottom. What actor played the best Batman? 
Which one do you think played the best Batman? Was it Adam West from the 60s TV show? Was it Michael Keaton? Was it Val Kilmer? Was it George Clooney? Or Christian Bale? Pretty interesting poll. If you look at it, you can uh, see what the uh, results are. And uh, it's uh, it, you'll find out. Just give you a vote, and it'll show you who's, who's in the lead. And it's uh, surprising. And let's see what else. We still got uh, Ryan and Sean movie updates coming your way. Um, the filming is done. They are now in post-production. And that is going along quite well from what I understand. I've seen some uh, preliminary stuff. And I've also seen uh, a, a, a sort of a teaser trailer that uh, they have made. But it wasn't uh, put out for release yet. But uh, as soon as it comes out with a full teaser or trailer itself we will have it up on onscreenandbeyond.com and you can see that uh, find out what's going on with the ryan and sean movie by checking out our ryan and sean movie updates on onscreenandbeyond.com and uh, we'll also have another interview coming up with somebody who was involved in the movie so you might want to keep listening for that because that'll be coming your way right here on onscreenandbeyond.com and on the podcast so that's it for about now for the things that we're going to update you on. But uh, coming up later on in this episode, we will be having an interview with Akira Lane, who was a actress who was in the Ice Cream, the Remix movie, which was out in theaters and then it was on pay-per-view. And now it is going to be coming out on uh, DVD very shortly. And you can order that uh, if you'd like, you can go to uh, icecreamtheremix.com, I believe that's what it is. Uh, or if you just Google it, you can find it. And you can order yourself a copy of that. But Akira Lane is going to be here. She's going to talk about her career, how she got started, and all the different things that were going on, talking about her uh, ideas of uh, movies and things like that. And that's coming up shortly, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Coming up next, we'll be having remakes right here from On Screen and Beyond. <laughs> Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness. Well, it looks like Howard Stern will produce a remake of Rock and Roll High School, a 1979 movie that featured the Ramones, and they'll be making a remake of 1959's The Tingler. It's uh, set for 2009, and it's about a scientist who is looking for a cure for fear and ends up releasing The Tingler, who kills his victims with fear. All right. And... Uh, the 1937 movie Topper is headed for a remake. It's about a man named Cosmo Topper who has two ghosts who return to Earth to help him change his life. That's going to star Steve Martin. And that's about it for Remake Madness. Coming up next, upcoming movies right here on On Screen and Beyond. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Upcoming movies. Well, October 24th, look for High School Musical 3 as it hits theaters with the original cast. And then on September 19th, look for Igor, or Igor, 
depending on how you want to say it. It's an animated film about an evil scientist assistant who wants to become a mad scientist himself, and it stars the voice of John Cusack. Also on September 19th, The Duchess hits theaters, and that stars Kira Knightley. And then December, I mean rather October 3rd, Disney's Beverly Hills Chihuahua arrives in theaters, and it's uh, has Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Then let's see, Old Dogs with Robin Williams, Bernie Mac, John Travolta, Seth Green, Lori Loughlin, and Matt uh, Dillon and Kelly Preston hits theaters April 10th of 2009, so look out for that one. And that's it for upcoming movies. Coming up next, Sequel City, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Well, as far as sequels, uh, it was 10 years ago that we saw the last Lethal Weapon, and it looks like we may have another one on the way. We'll keep you updated on that, but you know, if Indiana Jones can come back after so long, why not Lethal Weapon? And The Mummy 4 is being looked at, of course it would, uh, with the uh, ending of the recent Mummy movie. If you saw that, they hinted at that type of thing. And uh, you'll probably be looking at something, you know, with the Incas or the Mayas or something like that. Um, we'll see. But anyways, hopefully it'll be better than the last one. It wasn't that great. But uh, let's see. The Thomas Crown Affair 2 is in the works with Pierce Brosnan. Uh, hopefully he's not going to sing in that one. And finally, Warner Brothers is looking to make a sequel to 300 with a 2011 release. And that's about it for Sequel City. We'll be coming up next with TV on DVD on On Screen and Beyond. Well, TV on DVD, November 4th. Look for CBS Paramount Home Entertainment to bring you the Wild Wild West, the complete series. Uh, it uh, has all four seasons and two reunion movies in it, so that might be something you want to look at. And December 2nd is the release date of Canon Season 1, Volume 2, starring William Conrad. It's a four-disc set with 13 episodes. And Happy Days, the fourth season, hits stores on December 9th with 10 hours and 33 minutes of all Season 4. And then we have, uh, let's see, Rawhide, third season, Volume 2, comes out on December 9th. It stars Clint Eastwood, of course, in the 60s classic uh, Western. And then on November 18th, Charmed, the complete series, arrives as uh, well as a limited edition, deluxe edition. That'll be also released on the same day. And that's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next, movies coming out on DVD right here on On Screen and Beyond. Movies on DVD. Well, it looks like there's a couple of biggies coming out. October 14th, Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull races into stores on DVD. It will be offered as a single DVD and also as a two-disc DVD set. All right. And uh, two days after it shows on TV, 24 Exile will be available in stores. And, of course, that's the TV show 24. And uh, so on November 25th, it's going to be coming out on DVD, that uh, extended version just before the premiere. And it's featuring uh, the extended adventures of Jack Bauer. And The Happening arrives on DVD on October 10th. And if you missed the opening ceremony of the 2008 Beijing Olympics, well, you can, or the highlights of it, you'll find that in the stores on September 30th. And also on September 30th, 
Iron Man comes to DVD with Robert Downey Jr. And uh, that's going to be coming out, like I said, on September 30th, Iron Man. So there's a, quite a few biggies coming out uh, fairly soon here. And that's about it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next, we're going to have an interview with Akira Lane, who is uh, one of the actresses, one of the stars of Ice Cream the Remix, which is coming out on DVD. And uh, that's uh, coming up next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Welcome to another edition of On Screen and Beyond, and uh, tonight we have for our guest one of the stars of the horror comedy Ice Cream the Remix, which will be coming out shortly, and uh, she's also a model, and we have Akira Lane with us. Yay! Thank you for having me well, here. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. First off, how did you get into the business, and, and where how, did it all start? Where it all started. Um, Quite frankly, I actually started pretty late in modeling and acting. I was a, actually a software consultant. And one day, we were, a bunch of us were kind of entertaining ourselves, drinking and so forth. And I don't know if I should like promote drinking. <laughs> but uh, someone had dared me to post a picture of myself on a photography forum. And so I said, oh, wh why not? Put a little snapshot there. And next thing you know, I had like 20 emails the next day. And then I figured, hmm, maybe I can do modeling part-time. So when I started doing some modeling, um, I started getting casting calls. So my first movie that I did and got one of the leads, actually... Um, Thank you, Playboy. <laughs> but it was one of their uh, subdivision called Indigo Films. And we did a spinoff of like a Fast and Furious. And then that's how my first acting. And then it just kept going on and on and on. <laughs> so, but I was very happy to be casted on the ice cream because I've been forever wanting to do a horror. Really? So, yeah. So hot chick flick and horror. Hmm, that's a good combination. <laughs> that's a good combination. Yes, yes. <laughs> now, um, you say you were a software, you know, so you go mm -hmm. from computers to movies right. and modeling. Did you, um, when you were younger, and, and you're not very old to begin with, I mean, <laughs> when I say younger, um, but growing up, did you ever have any aspirations of becoming an actress or anything? I did. Actually, um, ever since when I was a little girl, like, I would either take certain dance classes, whether it's Japanese folklore, hula, or whatnot, and love to be in front of the stage. And then in high school, I started taking drama. And I thought, oh, I really wanted to be an actress. But when you have a father who's a retired army officer, they have more of an aspiration for you know, his daughter to go into something like a business or in the corporate world. So I was kind of talked out of. But um, during, like, college and so forth, like, I would be the first one to volunteer for the sorority, you know, to do the skit or whatnot. And it's always been a passion. And, you in know... In college, did you do any uh, theater or anything? Yeah, did some theater, um, tried to help out. Even, I went to San Diego State, so I tried to do a little bit of the local theater acting and so forth. But 
after college, you know, you got to pay your bills. Mom and dad can't always pay. Yeah. <laughs> so went into the software business and then... I think from doing the modeling, it just kind of revived the passion. I go, you know, I really want to do acting. And I'm still learning. I'm still a starving actress. But um, <laughs> The big role hasn't come yet. No. It will. No, no, no. It I don't, it's not about big roles. It's just I'm, I'm always honored to be able to even get a speaking part. And I think most of the audience... They'll probably ask, they go, well, what is Akira? It's a ja- I'm half Japanese, half Hawaiian. So for me, it's already as a challenge to be, um, to be Asian, to have a speaking role. And if I were to go back to Japan, um, they would see me as being an American. So, you know, it's both challenges where we, whether I go to Japan or or being in the States, you know, you're always trying to fight for that perfect role. Yeah. And, you know, I think the last 10, I would say the last 10 years, um, Hollywood and, and, and the film have really opened up into expanding their demographics. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great. I see a lot in Latin people. I see, you know, Asians kind of have to, you know. Yeah. There's the melting pot. That's right. That's so, right. yeah. Go. <laughs> was it fun doing ice cream? Oh my gosh. I, you know, couldn't ask for any perfect cast and crew. We had so much fun. Uh, till this day, we still all keep in touch. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just really easy going. There was a lot of the actors and actresses, were, it was their first time um, for their speaking role. So it was kind of nice to work with them and then especially when you have a veteran like Richard Van Van Lee, Lee, yep. being there I mean he was just such a aspiration because he really um, helped work with us on one-on-one on character building and so forth mm-hmm. so it was just a lot of fun and of course a lot of practical jokes <laughs> well, I, I haven't seen the film but I have oh. seen some of the behind the scenes pictures oh. and stills and uh I saw some pictures where I guess they were throwing blood everywhere just to make to yep. set the scene. So it's it's a very bloody movie. I understand, it um, but, but it's, it's a com- it's a comedy. Yeah. It's a happy comedy. Yeah, and it's yeah. a lot of fun. But you know, actually, the special effects they did they, it was pretty good. I, I was surprised that um, you know when we were looking at the dailies, I was like, wow, you know, this is not bad. So know, better than you thought, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. for being a campy horror film, I thought, yeah. wow, they really put some thought into it. And I know, you know, it's a remake, and hopefully we won't be the worst and best of horror in, of 97. <laughs> Maybe the best. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. yeah, the original was... Uh, what did they say? I can't remember. It's, it was like L.A. Yeah, I LA, the LA Times, Times had voted the worst, best horror. Right. Film. Yes. <laughs> so there was a lot, lot of uh, uh, challenges to, to equal that mark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. They mean maybe the '97 film might might beat us up, but I I just think with the cast and crew, we just we all got got along. No drama. Everything was smoothly. We, you know, everybody put their 
100% or more. You know, we all just like, let's get it done. And Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Did you know any of the cast members, any of the other people in the... Um, I actually, the one of the main lead is Bobby Billard. Mm-hmm. Um... I had known her in passing uh, for our modeling job. I had never met her, but like we would know somebody and so and so, you mm-hmm. know, so forth. And with John Darbone, the director, um, it was funny because I never forget a face. And it was driving me crazy for the first 48 hours I was on set. And I realized he was the DP for uh, the sexy girl next door that I did for Playboy. Mm-hmm. So I went, oh my gosh, you know, how are you? And so, yeah. Oh, actually, I have to. Very, very important. Ryan Click, the clown. Um, he and I did a a, a small budget film called uh, um, what was it? Uh, fair, uh, ha- Fairway to Heaven, and it was a golf comedy. Mm-hmm. So he was casted the same time, so that was kind of nice. Uh, so yeah. I guess, you know, to answer your question, yeah, I know some a people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, growing up, you say you thought about being an actress. Um, mm-hmm. Who were some of your influences? Uh, who, who were your idols as far as, you know, movie you know, stars? Or- movie star, I... It's kind of funny because um, I had several. First thing first, I mean, the veteran is Meryl Streep. I I love her. I love the way how different characters she's done. Um, but I would say, you know, I don't have one particular actress. It's, it's a little bit of everything. Um, you know, for me, it's all about watching a person building their role in a film. And I just find it fascinating where, you know, certain, you can tell by certain actors that they really are, they fit, the role was made for them. Mm-hmm. And that's what piques my curiosity of every every movie that I watch. You know, I go, wow, I think she's my favorite actress or actor. And then you go, okay, you watch another film, and you go like, oh, maybe this person. Because everybody brings a little bit of of a difference into a film. And, you know, I'm one of those, like, I love Robert De Niro, you know, Tom Hanks, the, the big namers. Yeah. And, and I must say there's a lot of new actors now who are, and actresses who have major talent. My competition. <laughs> What about TV shows over, not just new ones? Are there any TV shows that uh, you liked and and sort of influenced you and said, oh, I'd like to do that? Well, I wonder. I recently, 
I've heard about this on, um, I think it was Ellen DeGeneres had mentioned the show, Showtime called The L Word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, what is it? And I know it's been on for like several seasons and so, you know, the last four years, I mm-hmm. believe. I had no idea until one of my friends in San Diego this past weekend said, you got to watch the show. And I go, why? And for her, she was like, well, there's a lot of hot scenes in it. And I'm going, okay, well, let's see it. Although it was pushing the envelope of showing sexuality and so forth, I thought the actresses like Jennifer Beale and Erin Daniels and so forth, the way how they each episode, they build their character, I, I was hooked on it. I literally watched it for 48 hours straight. Caught <laughs> up on all of it. I'm, on, I'm starting season three when I get back. I could not turn off the TV. Hmm. I was so, it was kind of like, you know, to watch a show that you get so involved with. It was like, I, I would look at the clock and go, oh my goodness, it's three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Oh, I'm still watching this. I gotta put it one more, one more episode. <laughs> so right now, my favorite show is L Word. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay, love now, it, love it, love another it. one of these questions about what what you like. Okay. As far as your all time favorite movie, what would you say? Jeez, I know it's hard when I just throw those things. In. <laughs> I know, no, no, all time. Um, I would have to say. Um, what's the one that's uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Yep. Jack ah, Nicholson. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Nurse Hatchet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. I just, it's a classic. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just love the different, I guess me being quirky myself, um, I just, that movie was just quirky, but it was real. It was dramatic. It was funny. It was a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing to see all those actors and actresses, how a lot of them have have done so well. Oh, yeah. You know, you at that DeVito, time, yeah. they weren't so big, but all of a sudden now, you know, like you say, DeVito yeah. and, and, and all the other people who were mm-hmm. in the the hospital there Mm -hmm. and uh, And, you know it's so funny because when i first saw that i've always heard about it but i've never seen it until the last the first time i saw one who flew flew over cuckoo's nest was um five years ago and i just went why why didn't i see this earlier Hmm. you know I, i was just like wow this is amazing acting and that's my all time favorite I love it, love it, love it. Now, getting back to ice cream, I, I don't want to ask you anything that's going to get. I know away, I'm so. not supposed to reveal it, and I have right. a big mouth, and I like to share my information. <laughs> but as far as your part, what what was your character, and you know, uh, uh, like I say, not giving away anything, okay. but you know, well, Min, I play the role Mindy, and we, um, when I first got into acting, they really didn't have a certain character for her. She was kind of like part of the cast and so forth. But I think amongst the producer and and the director, they realized um, with the little experience that I had, they were like, okay, let's build her character up. 
I know that it's a campy film. I know there's beautiful women on there. But I had asked them if we could make Mindy more of a, a rebellious character. So she's kind of like cute, but yet a little bit more carefree, a little bit more easygoing, a little bit more rebellious, and, you know, and a little more daring. So they decided, okay, let's make her be that way. Unfortunately, and this is bad on my part, I haven't gotten the chance to see the original ice cream. So I don't know how Mindy was played in that character. I've seen it, but I, it was so long ago that no. I can't really remember. Because you know. they try to make all the girls come at an equal level, except for like Bobby Ballard's part and uh, Jalusa. And I think just how we were casted and the how on set, the vibe that we had, we are like, okay, well, let's give this person more speaking part. You know, I mean, luckily we worked with great director and producers that were able to say, you know, you can challenge your role. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't, you know, some, some people are very strict on their script, their dialogue. They actually said, you know, do what's comfortable for you. And well, that's good. And I, I think that was important because, you know, that's way how each, what each, each one of us had like a different character that was a personality right. that was different. As opposed to what one person, right. what, what they've written. It was and, not, and everybody might sort of blend in right, together, but right. you gave it your own right. little twist, which is, I think, helps. I think that's it helped out. a better so, way. I think, um, you know, I love playing Mindy. And I wish they'd make Ice Cream Part 2 and we can um, have that character somewhat come back maybe in a different situation <laughs> i'm trying not to like give away the movie yes, too much. I, I, I can tell i'm like tiptoeing around <laughs> so well um we're gonna get a chance to see it uh, yes. the, the, the early screening um i'm not sure the release date yet uh, i don't know if you've heard of any you know you no. may have heard something more than i have i don't know no i was hoping that i could get that information yeah i don't have you. it yet but uh hopefully when it's Release that uh, people will watch it and enjoy Absolutely. enjoy your performance in it. Absolutely, and, and if you guys are curious, uh, you can Google me or look at the IMDb's. Um, it's spelled Akira as A K I R A. The last name is Lane L A N E, and you know when it comes out, I hope you guys can have the chance to watch it and have a great laugh. And do you and, and love the gore. <laughs> Akira, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you so right. very much. Appreciate it. And as always, once again, we want to thank Akira for taking the time to sitting down and talking with us. And uh, that movie, Ice Cream, the remix, is going to be coming out on DVD. Um, and uh, if you would like more information on that, you can go icecreamtheremix.com. And uh, find out all the information about purchasing it and uh, whatever you'd like to do. If you want to get an idea what the movie is about, they have a trailer up there and everything. So uh, that is uh, what's going on as far as uh, that movie. And let's see. Once again, I want to remind you the contest that's going on on onscreenandbeyond.com right now is the uh, Ray Harryhausen Presents The Pit and the Pendulum. A chance to win a t-shirt or a uh, poster of the movie 
And that's going to be coming out on DVD very shortly. Uh, Mark was telling me that uh, that's going to be coming out, and uh, we're kind of anxiously awaiting that to be set out. He's been working very, very hard on that one, trying to get it ready to come out and get it just right. And that will be coming out uh, as soon as... uh, Maybe by the time you're listening to this, you might even uh, he might even have it out. But uh, we'll have um, more information on that when it is released. And uh, as I said earlier, we are going to be finishing up our season one next month, and then we'll go into season two with some exciting uh, new interviews for you. And we still have a couple more coming up, so don't worry about that. We still have some good ones coming. And that's about it for now from On Screen and Beyond. So um, until next time. Take care.